Welcome to PTG TV. This is your host, Antonio Hicks, aka Escaping the Matrix. Welcome back to Love and Gaming. In last week's episode, Alicia and Connor gave us an insight into how they met one another and what got them into gaming. There is always a beginning to a story and a mission yet taken until we have the courage to ask about the quest. Love is just that, a quest that we embark on that has tons of side missions, sometimes frustrating, sometimes items you have to grind out for in order to attain, but as you make those long journeys, it helps in having a partner by your side willing to take up the sword, learn a new spell, and help you in battling enemies called life. Stay tuned as we further discuss what games they play together, and if gaming and love is actually worth the journey itself. Do you all like playing the same games? Um, yes and no. Yeah, I like. I suppose like I was. I, I was a big League of Legends player for quite mm-hmm. a while, um, yeah. and it was mm-hmm. just a yeah. Mm-mm. I'm 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 kind of I'm both of your wavelengths now as well at the moment. That's just not a rabbit hole. I'll go down again. Uh, it's just a toxic, awful place of sadness. Um, so like, I I was a big League player, and probably when I was a League player, we didn't really play games together. Mm-hmm. Other than when we were playing some of them in like uh, decision-based games, if we're playing on the Steam Link or something. Um, but then we, when you got your PC, obviously, uh, I was I was playing uh, a lot of Rocket League. I love mm-hmm. Rocket League. It's just a it's a game that I've always phrased to people as it's a you can take it seriously, you can you can try to play competitively, or you can sit back, put the feet up, and just relax with it. It's that you can just there's two different ways of playing the game. You can either take it really seriously, or you can just. It's funny when I'm saying like you can take it seriously, or you can enjoy it. Or you, as, if there, as if you can take it seriously and enjoy it and enjoy it right. Uh, no, I know what you mean. And then you were playing Assassin's Creed and everything. Uh, yes, Valhalla. So, I can't wait for it. <laughs> so I think from at the start of it, at least anyway, because I would have played like the likes of Assassin's Creed, uh, mm-hmm. but. Because considering the difference in our builds in terms of age and what they can actually handle, there there was some games that we wanted to play that I'm, she was like, "Oh, I'd love to play this game," and I'm kind of like, "I can't run that." I can't game. do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then we came across the lovely, uh, the lovely game of Valorant over the last few months. That was probably the first game we played together, was it? Other than the likes of the, the horrors and stuff. And- yeah, despite like I I love horror games, so we'll play the odd like horror game together and like with other people in the Discord community. But the first game that we like ever like really got into together was Valorant. Because I I was never a first person shooter kind of girl. I just don't like them. Um, I played a little bit of Overwatch, but the character I played, Mm -hmm. like the hero, he... um, (laughs) He's not aim heavy. You just point and hope. Which one was Um, that? Torbjorn. Okay, yeah, yes. Like, you just put put your turret out, wait till you get that ultimate, and you are all G. There's your play of the game. Other than that, like, I, I just wasn't a first-person shooter person. I tried Metro Exodus. Mm-hmm. Um, I just couldn't get around it, and then moved to Assassin's Creed, where I loved the stealth aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not as stealthy now as it originally was as a game, but it, it's, it's not as aim-heavy even though surprisingly my favorite weapon is a bone arrow, but it's different to to running around with a gun. And then we downloaded Valorant and Connor was playing it with his friends. And then I was like, this game actually looks really good. So Connor was like, just play it. Yeah, I haven't played it yet. I mean, because I'm like you, I don't, I mean, I like first person shooters, but I don't like competitive first person shooters. Like I can play Call of Duty because I like the storyline in Call of Duty, but to play yeah, online yeah. with everybody else, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. It's probably not a game that, uh, like, if you don't like competitiveness, 
of it. It's probably not a game that I'd recommend. Uh, did, you ever, did you ever play CSGO or just uh-huh. any Counter-Strike game? Uh-huh. Uh, so it's the kind of same principle of that where it's it's incredibly competitive. It's 5v5 and you're, it's like first 13 rounds. If you die in a round, that's you out for the round. You don't spawn mm-hmm. back in. You you're, you watch a teammate play the rest of the, the round then. Uh, so there's a definitely a probably, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say it brings out the worst in people. Yes, I it think does. I, see, I think it really can, but I think the way that we started off, like we started off finding a team of five in the Discord. Mm-hmm. And then it was a full team of people we know where we were able to joke around and have a laugh and there weren't random people on the team being like, what are you doing here? You knew, which was my first experience of League of Legends when I played it in college on a laptop and I had no idea what I was doing and started getting hate messages my first match that wasn't against Fox. And I was like, uninstall, never play again, (laughs) done. And I think that just, it depends on who you play it with. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because obviously there's there's there's, there's people who take it really seriously. Like mm-hmm. you're saying, like they take it, like they, they treat it as this is the most important thing that they're doing in their life right now. Where I think most people that we probably play with is kind of like we we, we take it seriously. But if, if someone is new to the game and they don't exactly know what they're doing, it's like it's okay. You'll get there. I've, I remember being there. I was there three months ago when I was going around and I had people literally. Uh, I remember one of my first games. I was playing with a friend of mine who's played a lot of CSGO, so he was he understood the whole principle of what Valorant was. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had people laughing in voice chat at me, uh, basically saying like, "You have no idea what you're doing, do you?" <laughs> now it was actually nice because it was a, uh, it was I'll, I'll, I'll phrase as friendly toxicity mm-hmm. uh, basically saying that you know, it's like you have absolutely no idea what you're doing I'm like I'm guessing you've never played much uh, CSGO or anything I'm like nah I've, I have like a hundred minutes on CSGO and they're like okay yeah it's very easy to tell but this is what you need to do uh, like you definitely come across people like that online that will actually kind of guide you through it like a, almost hold your hand through it mm-hmm. uh, but then you get other people who are just like if you don't know what you're doing or if you're new oh they trash you yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah like just, just in life, what, what does like what benefit does that bring to anyone? Cares people from playing it? Well, like even within the community, there's been people who have reached out to to us now, and they're like, "Oh, I really want to get into this game. Can I play with you guys? And can you teach me?" And we're like, mm-hmm. "Of course." Like, that's what the community that like we met through is a right. part of. Like the, the Discord is like, "Hey, we can chill out. We can have a chat. We can vibe, or you can sit back." and watch you don't have to participate and like it's just i think it's a game that like we've managed to get like every every week or so we're able to get 10 people and Mm -hmm. have two five v5s so it's just the community there's no there's no one who's gonna get toxic if someone ends the round with 13 deaths and zero kills we laugh about it and we say okay let's do it again and bring it back and what uh alicia is talking about is uh britney's community her discord community and the neighborhood and it's where i met these two fine people at and a couple of other people and it's like there's no discrimination or any bad taking place within the community itself it's actually it's unique because I've seen a lot of Discord chats, but I've never seen one like this that actually encourages people being a family. Yes. Nobody hates on one another. Now there are some clicks. I will say there are some clicks within the community. <laughs> 
but it's still not like they're not toxic toxic amongst one another. Everybody's friendly. You know, people you can join in the morning and say good morning. People typically speak back to you. They have separate separate channels for questions and whatnot. So if you come into the wrong place and you ask a question in the wrong spot, somebody say, hey, you know, that question would be better suited if you ask it over here on this channel. But yes, the Discord chat room is is phenomenal. Like I tell a lot of people to get into it. Even people like that don't necessarily get into gaming in my own personal community. I tell them about the Discord chat and how they need to set up something similar to what you all have built within Britney's. Yeah, I think like it's it's the kind of place where you can like it's it's like imagining if all of your friends co-owned a house that no one lived in. Right. And you could pop in for a cup of tea, there'd always be someone hanging out there and it's just like your local bar like you're able to come in in the evenings and have a drink with everybody or you're able to stop by at lunchtime and eat some food with everybody and it's just it is very much so like a family like there is there is there is a few clicks there's a few people who've known each other a long time and there's a few inside jokes and stuff but it it doesn't take long to become a part of that inside joke no at all it doesn't uh uh-uh. and like I said that's why I encourage a lot of people it's just those that do game or those that are involved with PCs or whatever to come into the community because I'm like it's it's a wholesome place and we've seen I've seen kids up and I literally seen kids like 13 14 year old kids in there and I mean they never they come in and they adapt perfectly fine like nobody's talking down to them or nobody's saying anything about anybody like it's just a good wholesome community yeah it's like I think like one of the things that's at the core of the community is respect and equality and there's no sexism there's no racism there's no ageism none of that appears in the community we even though i think i'm the oldest one in there but nobody nobody knows that you're not you're not you're not (laughs) i can can honestly say that you're not i'm i'm aware of two members who are older but uh no it's there's there's every everybody in there has has a place Mm -hmm. and it's just it's, it's a very fun place to be especially when i came into it i was coming from a very dark patch in my life of being very lonely and not having the confidence to get back out meeting people and then when I did start to get to that point of hey I want to get out there and start making friends again start hanging out with people COVID hit Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's a really crappy time for things to go downhill in the world for me and then I I had followed Brittany for a long time on Instagram and I had seen her set up a load of times on Reddit and then one of the days on her Instagram she shared the Discord in her story and I joined and stayed silent in there for about a week and then one day I was like I'm gonna go into voice chat and Connor was like what? I was like, yeah, I'm not going to say anything, but I'm going to go in. I went in, stayed silent and just listened for the first few times. And then I came in one night and one of the mods just said, hi, witchy. And I was like, oh, no, I have to say something back. (laughs) (laughs) And now I've made I've made friends. We both have made friends that are going to last a lifetime. We're Mm -hmm. already starting to plan a trip. Last long as well. You said what? (laughs) (laughs) She was saying saying, uh, friends that will last a lifetime. I was like, some that will also not last so long. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we've we're we're in the in the midst of planning a trip to the states. We want to go and visit some people in Arkansas. We want to visit a lot of people in Florida. So we uh, yeah, hell, I think that's where half of them are from is Florida. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> exactly, yeah. it's there's a lot of Floridians in there. Yes, yeah. I mean, I was similar to you. Like I I followed Brittany for. Yeah, a while on Instagram, watching all of her builds and stuff on Instagram stories when she was doing stuff for her PC. And yeah, when she started the community, I joined in, but like you, I wasn't as active. And then I would pop into the voice chat. I'm sure you all see PTG pop up in and I would listen in for a little bit. 
before. And I, I think it was the first time I started talking, it was uh, Britney's conversation about the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, and people I remember that night. Trying to force her into making an opinion. And I was like, okay, you know, me being in politics, let me come out and say something. And because my kid was going through the same thing too. Like people was telling him to speak out on his Instagram and it was stressing him out. So I was like, you know what? Let me take mine off of mute and let me actually say something. And I give remember some that. Encouragement. And instant, instantly, everybody was like, can people just listen? Like what you were saying was so true for a just- community where people come to get away from the world mm-hmm. it's like it it needed to be a conversation mm-hmm. but it didn't need to come from everybody in the community all at once right it's funny as well that you say that that you're saying you remember that night but i wasn't actually part of the discord uh at this time as well and i remember i was i was already in bed at the like when this whole period happened and uh-huh. when she came into bed then and i woke up and i was like why are you coming to bed so late for you like but let me tell you, there was this guy who came on who was actually in office before. I just kind of went on talking about that. It was, uh, and then I think it was a few weeks later then, I think I was talking to you all the time. So mm-hmm. I, I added one on one together. I was like, oh, you're the guy that Alicia told me about weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, when it comes to like, not, not just politics, like stress of the world. I think people need a place to like disconnect and separate themselves from the, the struggles of like basic life. And that's kind of how I kind of look at like the gaming community. That's kind of how I look at the Discord chat itself. Because like me, like I said, I'm involved in office, I run for office, plan to run for office again. Like my Twitter feed is full of nothing but just anger and people uh, upset about policies and what the government is doing and the world going to hell in the handbasket because of freaking COVID and course all the numbers is and i mean they're just constantly day in and day out everybody is is hammering about something i'm like when do you all smell the roses and just like go outside and just post a yes. picture of like man it's beautiful outside <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it's like living in that negativity it's just yeah so when um i looked at person. Brittany and I when she went like the conversation that day and she was saying like people was hitting her up and saying you know you should be posting no you shouldn't be posting about anything i like because what you're doing already is enough to help people out I'm like, yeah. you're helping people out with their mental instability. I'm like, a lot of us are suffering from depression. A lot of people have other issues going on at home. They might have family issues. And this is their way to separate themselves from those problems and actually have a quietness within the storm itself. So yeah, when I heard that, I was like, no, no, what you're doing is perfectly fine. And you don't have to, I'm like, because it's a double-edged sword. So no matter what you say, they're going to critique you for it anyway. So if you come out and say something, they're going to say, well, you didn't say enough. So it was like, why even get yourself in the midst of it at all? Just continue doing what you're doing, continue planting your seeds and letting your seeds grow into flowers and let all of us pick those flowers and hand them out for you. That's like, that's a massive part that like, Brittany is, she's just one of them people who she has so much love to Mm -hmm. give. And she is genuinely one of the nicest people I've ever met. Like the amount of stuff she does for people in the community. And it's like, girl, you need to sit back and take a moment to appreciate what you have done. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as she does something nice, she's like, okay, what's the next good thing we're going to do as a community? And it's like, I get, I get it. I totally get that you want to constantly give back, but just sit for one second and take the compliment. She's just one of them people who's just literally nice all the time. So, do y'all play like any competitive games? So, do y'all can get competitive with one another? Uh, yeah, sorry. Oh, um, she- <laughs> uh, like when Alicia was talking about the whole Valorant five v fives. So sometimes we might be on opposite teams. Uh, so typically, what we do when we're doing the five v fives is. Uh, 
the two captains pick and basically they're, they're typically the two best players out of the 10 people and then we allow mm-hmm. them to basically pick like when you do one pick like pretty like everybody you do sports when you're younger uh, like as in like I, i'll take Alicia for my team and then the, ne- the next captain picks someone for their team and then it just goes back and forth then until all 10 are picked uh so sometimes we'll be on different teams then uh that's quite hilarious is because like Obviously, we're in the same room, but if me and Alicia are on different teams, we can hear we each can other. We can hear each other. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I will admit, the first two rounds we played on opposite teams, I cheated. Oh, you looked over your shoulder. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I called his call out to my teammate <laughs> for the first two <laughs> so rounds. And then Connor said to his team, I can't call out things anymore. <laughs> so, we made an agreement that anything we hear each other say, we won't pass on, which we stuck to. We both stuck to it. I, I never had anything to stick to, but okay, we all got there. You're, you're, <laughs> I wasn't going to bring that up, but now, but so sometimes it's <laughs> hilarious because uh, if I see her in game, like I say, we're on different teams, and I see her mm-hmm. on the team in game, then I'm like, oh. <laughs> 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 and if it don't, then it's like, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> we, there, there have been rounds where we played against each other where, like, People are like, why are you on the other side of the map? And it's like, no reason. And we're 100% hunting each other down. <laughs> Just so we can get that 1v1 playoff and we can say afterwards. So did, did you like that? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a, definitely a competitive side too, but it's it's friendly competitive side. It's not like, yeah. oh, I'm better than you. It's, I get to laugh at you. And I think that's probably something that we do quite a lot as a couple, like even outside of gaming, is that we love to laugh at each other. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. We, love to, we love to slag each other, but in not in a put, put you down type of way, it's I'm gonna, what we'll phrase as, rip the piss out of you. To yeah, just it's just, it's just a bit uh, of banter. Yeah. Like, it even going back to like when, when Connor had the, the console and Connor had his PC and I didn't, we got really heavily into the game Super Meat Boy. Mm-hmm. And we would have like we'd take turns, but it would be like Connor gets gets very into passing. If it's a level based game, he gets very into it. So we had to make like a certain rule of you get three attempts at the level, and then it's the other person's turn. But Connor's the kind of person that he if he has watched someone beat the level. He then wants to go back and play it himself and beat that level. So it's not really so much like competitive. It's just if you can do it, I want to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think like we we do it in a in a really fun way. Like we'll never get angry at each other competitively. I'll, ne- I'll never admit it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're like you okay? I'm like I'm fine. Right. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. But no, we uh, we've never argued over a game. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. We just have to find the right one to argue over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'd be a competitive cycle, but it's a, a healthy competitiveness. I think it's a just like that bragging rights thing. Yeah, bragging rights. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> so, how has it been for you, Alicia, getting into like gaming and whatnot and playing online as a woman? I should say. Um. I think there's like two sides, but because I do run like a social media account where I post about my PC and about my gaming journey, um, I think that part of it's fine. Mm-hmm. That part, people are very friendly. I do get the odd, the odd message that I'll read, try to take no heed of and, and delete. Like there's a few times I've been told I'm not a real gamer, but like because I don't have that view, I have the view of if you play on a phone, if you play on a tablet, if you play board games, if you play card games, you're a gamer. 
Right. And that part of it's been been fine. The thing that I usually find hilarious is because I play games like Valorant or Overwatch, using your microphone <laughs> is a very important part of the game because you need to communicate with your teammates. Mm-hmm. And what I find like the weirdest is people are surprised. There are still there is still people in the world that are surprised that women play video games. And I'll come on voice chat and yep. people will be like, "You're a girl." <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, we exist. Yes. And it's it, it's weird. Like, I find it unusual that it's it's still looked at as a man's world. And, like, even if I look at, like, my demographics on Instagram and the kind of people I reach on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Actually, Twitch, I'd say, is very different. My demographic on Twitch and the people who watch me on Twitch are predominantly female. Not by a massive margin, but a small margin. But I think it's just within the gaming community, women are very strong on the we need to support each other factor. So a lot of the girls that I've met throughout my journey do come along to support me, but mm-hmm. Instagram is a very male demographic. And I I know a lot of girls will say that there is no perk to being a female gamer. And I will be the, I will be one of them women who will happily put my hands up and say, as a streamer and as someone who runs a gaming account on Instagram, there are massive perks to being mm-hmm. a female gamer. And I take advantage of the fact that it is a perk, but it's it's not something I'd ever abuse. I absolutely love that there's guys who will message me and say, hey, I'm looking for some advice. I'm building a PC and I really like the look of your build. What's in there? And that with Connor's help teaching me everything and pretty much teaching me with the help of a few YouTube videos how to build a PC, I can honestly say I built my PC by myself and That's I can good. help people when they reach out and well I never would have done it if Connor didn't give me the confidence to like he was like it, it's pretty much like making Lego and I was like it can't be that easy it is. like no it's really yes, it that is. easy yeah. it's a 3D jigsaw yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then all the parts came and I still hadn't set my mind on building it myself and all the parts came on a day that Connor was in work and I couldn't wait. So I built it and Connor finished work and he was like, you're done? And I was like, I, I think so. It was, it was like a bittersweet moment for me. It was it was sweet because obviously I was so proud that you were actually able to take the PC and put everything together and then everything worked straight up. So I was like, that's absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. But then I was bitter about it and I was like, I wanted to be involved. You're right, you need your help. Not even that I wanted to help, but I just wanted to hold the new parts. I wanted to be able to like, watch them get put in like that's just the, the real geek coming out of me that it's just like, like electronics i love electronics it's like yeah it's like a drug thing. man it's weird it's oh. like i've even seen a like a seen a new box like i said i've seen a new box for 2070 the other day and mm-hmm. i'm looking at the box and just a picture of it and i'm like oh Oh, look at that box. Yes. Yeah. We were talking about just the i9. The i9, a new box. Yeah. The box. Yeah. The box is just, it's a, I don't know what it is. It's just that kind of new shiny feel. It's just a, that's what I was bitter about. I was like, I didn't get to be involved in that. There is, there is certain things though that I did like save for you to be there for. Like when he was on his break, I Mm -hmm. unboxed my graphics card because I knew it would be something he wanted to see. And the other part, which, I know all PC builders love it. I have a tempered glass case. And that feel of the plastic is the most satisfying part. It's better than, (laughs) in my opinion, it's better than watching your PC post for the first time. Yep. (laughs) And I waited for Connor to be finished work to put the glass panel on and peel off the plastic. Because like that that was was a special moment. 
I, I do think, like back back to your question, I do think a lot of the stigma of women in gaming has diminished. I think it's a lot easier to be a girl gamer now than it was even five years ago. And for me, it's, what's really weird is like the guys will say that, but if you go on Twitch and you look and see who's streaming the most on Twitch, it's all the women. Yeah. Like it's all the women that's doing a majority of the streaming on Twitch. Now, is it some out there that's just, I mean, they're, you know, they're scantily dressed and whatnot and not really playing the game? I mean, absolutely. But still, again, guys are out there supporting them. So, yeah. I mean, they have their platform. And I'm like, for me, me personally, I mean, I encourage women to get in technology, period, anyway. That's where I come from. It's like, you know, all of our scene, like in my last office, it was 300 guys. We were in a knock center, a network operations center. It was 300, out of 300 people, there were about 10 women. That bothered the hell out of me. Because yeah. I'm like, why don't we have any women up in here? Because I'm like, I know a ton of women that went to school for computer science. I know some a ton of women that did network engineering and whatnot. I'm like, why aren't they in this department? Why are you like isolating yourself to where you won't allow anybody else to come in here? Because I'm like, if you're doing it to women, I know you do it to me. So uh, to see women get in, I encourage it, especially gaming. I encourage I a lot of it. Like I've had my, my stepsister, for example, she would have always been like a bit of a lurker to the gaming mm-hmm. community. And when I built my PC, she was like, oh, I'm I'm thinking of building my PC, but like my boyfriend doesn't think I'll use it as much. And I was like, what games do you want to play? And she was like, right. oh, I've, like, I've been playing loads of Elder Scrolls online on my laptop, but like my laptop is literally crapping out. And I'm like, build a PC. Mm-hmm. And she's like, really? And I'm like, if, even if it's one game that you are addicted to that your laptop can't handle, and you want to take advantage of being able to build a PC, being able to say you know how to build a PC. And she was like, will I buy a pre-built one? And I was like, the only thing I'm gonna say to you is, if you buy a pre-built one and something goes wrong, you want to know how to be able to take it apart. And the only way you can know how to take it apart is if you put it together. And she's now saving up to build her own PC. And I just think like, if if you're a girl who games, even if you're a console gamer, even if you were like me and the only console you had at the time was a Switch, Mm -hmm. and you want to move into being able to play more games, if you played The Witcher on Switch, build a PC, play it on PC, it's so much better. The graphics are beautiful. Like there's, there's, it opens your whole world up to what you can play. So have y'all, y'all got any goals for what y'all want to do with your gaming or are you just gaming just to have fun? I'll, I'll, I suppose I'll, I'll answer, my, my, my answer's probably yeah, quicker than yours. Uh, quick answer for me, no. Uh, like <laughs> I, I, I want to I wanna, I wanna have fun playing games. That's all I want to do. Like in terms of, there was a time in my life where I was like, I keep playing League of Legends and keep playing League of Legends. I could be professional in League of Legends. And then it's just like, that's just a different ball game altogether where I've, I've no interest in that. All. Yeah, obviously people want to be good at games. I want to be good at games. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the likes of streaming and something like I've streamed back in six years ago, uh, like for some friends, it wasn't like a grow a profile or a platform or anything. It was just, I'm going to stream for some people that if they want to watch it, they can watch it. If they don't, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like in terms of like gaming, it's uh, it's something that I just do to to get away from my career more than try and make a career out of it. That makes sense. But I know. No, it does. I'll have a different uh, a different opinion on it. Yeah, like I think the core of it, like with with my like main goals of it, having fun and enjoying what I'm doing is always going to be the core. Mm-hmm. Always. Um, I love streaming. If someday my Instagram and my Twitch profile grow to a point where 
I'm able to make a career out of it. Bonus, I would absolutely love one day to be self-employed and to be doing something that makes me happy. But if it continues to just be a hobby that brings in a little bit of a side income, I'm happy with that. Like I did like at one point during the last three months of being streaming and stuff, try to get myself into the mindset of, I need to treat this as a job so it can be a job. And I was like, no, I don't. I need to continue having fun and loving what I'm doing because having fun is still more important than making money. Like, yes. I have a job I can go back to. I'm, I'm hopefully going back to work in the next two months. And when I do go back to work, I want to be in a position where this is a side hobby that mm-hmm. brings in a little bit of extra cash every now and again. Yeah, definitely, because it's 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 a different experience of when you're like treating it as fun or like there's obviously some streamers that we watch that stream for seven, eight hours, six yes. days a week. Yes, yeah. Like, like and, and they, they openly speak about it, that it, take, it takes the fun out of it. And literally, they, they treat it like work. Mm-hmm. Like if I wake up in the morning, if I wake up on a weekend and I'm like, oh, brilliant, I get to go play games now for the day, I can just go chill out, I can not have to worry about it. Where if you're waking up and you're like, half the stream because it's part of my schedule now it's, it's just a different experience and I, I've, I've said it so many times over the last few months to people that if you're playing games and you're not having fun you're doing something wrong yeah yep. like you like if, if you're the, the whole purpose of gaming is to distract yourself and have fun it's just mm-hmm. to enjoy it but it's if, if you're not enjoying it I'm, so many people that I talk that play games that they don't enjoy um, it's just stop just do, do something that you actually yeah. enjoy doing do what makes you happy don't do what you feel like is going to make other people happy yeah I think one yeah. of the main things that kind of broke through for me with like how I want to proceed with like my Twitch goals and my Instagram goals was this week mm-hmm. and it was like such a sudden realisation over the weekend I hadn't really been feeling up for doing much in terms of social media and I usually stream every Tuesday. But last night we had fans with my family. We were gonna spend the night with my sister and my little brother. We were gonna chill with them, watch a movie. I made dinner. It was beautiful. So I got myself, oh yeah, that risotto was delicious. (laughs) I'm gonna have it for dinner once we finish up here. But um, I got myself in this like tizzy on Monday and I was like, I need to stream today. I need to stream today. So I'm not streaming tomorrow. And I didn't want to. I just didn't feel up for it. I didn't want to do it. And then at one point I said to Connor, no, I have to stream. I put up an Instagram story. I have to stream. He was like, do you? He was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I just want to chill on Discord and spend some time with my friend. And then as soon as I said it out loud, I was like, I'm streaming because I want to stream. If I don't want to stream on a certain night, why am I going to push myself to do it? Like I'm doing this for me and I'm doing it because it's fun. And just like Connor has said to me so many times, the whole thing, if you stop having fun, why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna take the night off. I'm gonna chill. I am gonna stream tonight because I'm up for it and it's gonna be a bit of fun. <laughs> but that mentality of this is something I do for me because I like playing games and I like being able to meet new people about gaming through what I'm doing. And I love the fact that like with certain games that I play, I put on backseat gaming as a tag on Twitch. So I have no idea what I'm doing with half of these games. And people can come on and they can be like, no, 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 you need to do this and you need to do that. And it just 
broadens the people I speak to and helps me get different perspectives on different games. And I love that. Yeah, because I mean, I've seen that in a lot of a lot of the YouTubers that I watch. Like one of the guys, like I like a lot, like Eight Bit Brian, and he took a break because he had been streaming for about or making YouTube videos and streaming for about five years, I think he said. And for those five years, like he said, he would get up at six o'clock in the morning to start playing games and then editing videos and then play some more games. And he wouldn't end his day until about seven, eight o'clock at night. And I'm like, this is this. So now he had to take a mental break because he bought him a brand new, he bought him a new house. And of course now he got to move into the house. So, but he's like, I got to take a mental break because I've been doing this for four years straight, like six or seven days out of the week. And I'm like, see, that's not fun. Yeah, I'm like, that's, that's, that's not fun at all. Turning that into a job and if you're yeah. something where it ties into something I was saying earlier, I can't remember exactly what I was talking about, but if you force yourself to do something, if you force yourself into that situation, then it takes the life out of it. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's like I, was, like I was saying a couple of minutes ago, it, it doesn't, if it's not something that brings you happiness, if you're doing it for someone else, obviously, yeah, like I, I, I personally don't know Ava Brian, but uh, I, I definitely know the name, but I just have to watch on Ava. But that seems to me that they're doing it for their community, which is obviously great as yeah. well. They're doing it for their, their audience. But you, you run yourself down and then you end up having to do something like that where you have to take a mental break. Um, mm-hmm. and, Gaming and relationships, would you encourage it? And like, how is it, um, how do you see it helping define your relationship going forward? Um, I definitely recommend it. I think that like, if if you have a partner who doesn't game, who shows an interest, even Mm -hmm. the slightest interest in it, try and get them involved. I think it it can always add to a relationship. I would say though, if, if you are both very competitive people, pick the games where you play on the same side. (laughs) <laughs> well you're yeah. not hunting your partner down and trying to kill him yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> for that 1v1 uh, no definitely I think it, 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 it helps like obviously if, if, if one party I think you were saying it there if one party is big into their game and, mm-hmm. and the other isn't is try to either try to involve them in it as much as you can or to maybe not not limit yourself in terms of uh, how much game and time you're spending, but it's finding that balance to it. Is is you don't want to spend all your time on it, and then you end up driving driving away from each other. Then if that's if that's going to happen, mm-hmm. um, obviously, and it worked, it worked out for us because we were able to both game together and uh, and actually enjoy that time together. And um, but even at the same time, that I still think that me and Alicia need to spend time away from this room as well. It's spend time away from that game time essentially right um, real life was actually like but it's a uh, i think it's probably i think it's grown our relationship but it's it's helped us to be i don't know re- more relaxed because we're always quite laid back people the two of us were quite laid back anyway um mm-hmm. but it just gives us another hobby to be able to do together where i i personally enjoy running where Alicia doesn't exactly enjoy running uh where there's certain things that Alicia will like to do uh, i don't like to do mm-hmm. uh where Gaming is probably one that we probably spend most, well, probably our most common hobby at the moment, mm-hmm. and we get to do it together. And that's probably something that we've always tried to look for. It's like, right, what, what things can we do together? Where we've done hikes together, um, and now gaming is just another one, and it's amazing. So yeah, if, if people can get into it as a couple, I wouldn't recommend it enough. As long as, like Alicia was saying, if you're not too competitive and you're just gonna like kill each other after us uh, in in real life as well. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah, I still say do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, exactly, like, yeah. in in terms of like defining us as a couple, I do think that since we've started the game together, like it has altered like our relationship for the better. 
Mm-hmm. And I think it does like define us as a gamer couple. But I think that like as Connor said, like if you guys notice that your relationship is through two computer screens mm-hmm. or through two characters communicating with each other instead of yourselves communicating, do take a step back from it. There does mm-hmm. need to be a level of balance. Because obviously Connor and I spend a lot of time on the Discord community where we're a part of conversations and we both have our headsets on and are communicating through a webcam while we're back to back. It is very important to make sure that the conversations you have together as a couple are predominantly offline. I agree with that. Yeah, Yeah, you don't want people in your business. Mm -hmm. How I typically end my podcast is to give out a word of of encouragement, some love and enduring to the people out in the world that's listening in. And because you two are loving people, they do spread a lot of love in the Discord community. They'll tell you in a heartbeat they love you. (laughs) Uh, If you can give out some words of encouragement to people that's listening to the show. Um, I just want to would say to people that like if if you're scared to come and join a new community or be any kind of person within the gaming community or you're scared to ask your loved one to play games with you just do it like it's so much easier than people think it is to involve other people and to involve yourself in a community so get out there show some love get some love and just be with other people with if you can't be in your own community at the moment nice yeah exactly i think i probably spoke about it over the last couple of hours that it's most important thing to, to me in life is to enjoy what you do have fun mm-hmm. in what you're doing don't don't do something for someone else and unless don't get me wrong i'm not saying oh if you're working for a person don't not work for them like yeah obviously we all need jobs we need people we need, we need people to pay us at the end of the day um, and obviously not, not every job is enjoyable but it's to try to find as much enjoyment out of that as you can um, just yeah I, I, I can't reiterate enough because I hate seeing someone who runs themselves down of doing something that they don't love and try to find something you love and if, if you're doing something that you don't love at the moment focus on the things that you do love like focus on what think about what do you need to do in your life to get to where you want to be if there is something that you don't love at the moment, try to identify what is it that you do love and always work towards your goals. Never give up is essentially what I want to say as well. And never stay in your comfort zone too long. The comfort zone is probably a, a, is a stage in life where I've probably been for quite a while previously. And yeah, it's uncomfortable to get out of it. It's not always a nice feeling to get out of it, but when you get through that, that's what makes you learn and grow as a person. And thrive in your life and to really find the purpose of what life should actually be. I agree. And how I would end it out is because the episode is about love and gaming, I would say that uh, no matter how quirky, how weird you think you are, no matter what you're watching, no matter what you're listening to, if you're an anime person like me or a gamer like me, uh, love is easy to be found. It's like Twitch, Alicia and Connor were saying, as long as you open your eyes up to see what's in front of you and don't be afraid to take that first step, you will find somebody that's there for you that you can play games with and go out for hikes with and actually spend some quality time with as opposed to just being stuck in front of your computer. So never be afraid to redefine yourself and never be afraid to reach out and extend your hand out because in the end, there's somebody out there waiting to grab it for you. So thank you all for tuning in and happy podcast, everyone.